0: Uh, We are so glad to say that uh, we have ex-military, former soldier and author of a great new book about Gettysburg leadership on the line, Jeff McCausland, a CBS News commentator and a star of WKOK Sunrise just a few short weeks ago. Good morning, sir. Thanks for calling back. Great to have you on, Jeff.
1: Good to with you, Mark and Joe. Hope you guys are doing well this morning.
0: We're hanging in there. <laughs> really do appreciate it. A lot of folks are interested in monitoring what's going on in the Middle East and urging a ceasefire and trying to get the, the violence to stop there. Explain why it is so important for the world that uh, violence not continue to escalate there.
1: Well, first and foremost, there's a moral responsibility. We've seen over 200 people killed in the Gaza Strip. We've seen about a dozen people killed in Israel. Substantial number of those, frankly, have been women and children, particularly in the Gaza Strip. Probably about eighty or more at this point, sadly, are women and children. So there's a moral responsibility. Excuse me. In addition to that, right now there's about seventy-two thousand people in in the Gaza Strip that are that are uh, displaced or homeless. And this is an area that was described by a UN spokesman at one point in time as a toxic slum to begin with. Two million people crammed into an area about six miles by twenty-five miles wide. So there's more responsibility to begin with. Uh, Second of all, of course, there is the concern that a war in the Middle East like this could, in fact, why could we see unrest, particularly in Jordan, which has a substantial Palestinian population, and perhaps then drag Jordan into a a larger war. In the last couple of days, we've seen several rockets fired from uh, southern Lebanon into Israel, an area occupied by Hezbollah, another terrorist organization very uh, opposed to Israel which has up to 100,000 rockets, I was told, when I was standing on the Golan Heights, positioned in southern Lebanon, aimed at Israel, and they did intervene in the previous war. So you could see Lebanon perhaps drawn into this particular conflict. So the widening conflict uh, and the moral responsibilities, I would say the two primary reasons why the world community as a whole is trying to get a ceasefire between these two, two protagonists as this conflict now enters its 11th day.
2: Well the word is today that the Israelis and the uh, Hamas are on the verge of a ceasefire agreement but some people on the left have speculated and since everything's politics this is not surprising that Benjamin Netanyahu is hoping to continue it because it will distract his citizens from the fact that he's on or being considered for some rather unpleasant criminal am, uh, actions in his own country. You buy well, that?
1: It's cer- certainly a, it's certainly a clear That politically, whether you like Mr. Netanyahu or you don't like Mr. Netanyahu, he benefited as from this war politically. Um, As the war began, of course, Israel had just experienced its fourth election. Netanyahu had been unable to bring together a coalition of parties that would give him a majority in the Knesset, therefore the prime ministership. And the president of Israel had just turned to his opponent to try to knit together a coalition, and look like there was the possibility of a coalition without Netanyahu, uh, then being created and a new prime minister. And, in fact, that coalition might well include, for the first time in Israeli history, a very small Arab party uh, who would be members of the government. But, obviously, all that exploded once this particular conflict broke out. And, of course, Netanyahu now wraps himself as the defender of Israel from these attacks from the Gaza Strip, which may b- benefit him politically. And, as you also point out, he was facing trial over corruption charges, uh, and his re-election probably would stall those legal efforts. Ironically, you could argue, of course, that Hamas, the leadership of Hamas, benefits politically from this particular conflict, because, of course, they initiated the attack uh, following uh, violence between uh, Arab worshippers, Palestinian worshippers at the Al-Aqsa Mosque in Jerusalem, which is the third holiest site in Islam, between them and Israeli security forces. And in response to that, uh, Hamas launched these attacks. And as a consequence now, they wrap themselves in the flag of we are the defenders of the Palestinian people. No longer is it the Palestinian Authority in the West Bank, which is very weakened. It is us, Hamas, who are the defenders of the Palestinian people against Israeli aggression.
0: Now, both President Trump and now President Biden get accused of only having a tepid response to this. Why are their verbal and other responses said to be muted?
1: Well, of course, the United States has a long-standing relationship with Israel since the founding of Israel in 1948. The United States was instrumental in the creation of Israel, and Harry Truman, as president at the time, recognizing Israel really caused that to, in fact, occur. And that has been a threat of continuity in U.S. foreign policy ever since that time, Democrat or Republican presidents. Some have gotten on a little bit better or worse, but there's no doubt about it. The United States has supported Israel, defended Israel in the United Nations, and annually, now we provide israel about 3.8 billion dollars in military assistance on an annual basis and we've done that for literally decades Um, even right prior to this particular fighting beginning the biden administration had announced the sale of 725 million dollars in largely precision guided munitions to israel part of that 3.8 billion dollar annual package and that had just been approved uh, as the fighting began Jeff.
2: Jeff, let me ask you this. Uh, the the Biden administration has um, been, I, I don't like to say ambivalent, but less than supportive in terms of how President Trump supported the Israelis. But Trump had them talking to their neighbors and arriving at some mutual agreements that hopefully would have brought peace to the area. Now the change of administrations brings on a war or at least an armed conflict over there. Do you think that President Biden has failed where President Trump succeeded or is is it the other way around?
1: No, not at all. I think what we did was President Trump decided, we'll just go around the Palestinians. We'll ignore the Palestinians. The Palestinians are, are not that big an issue in the Arab world, and therefore we can urge, as he had, did, uh, the United Arab Emirates, Bahrain, Morocco, Sudan, four Arab countries to recognize Israel. Now, having said that, there were side deals which encouraged those countries to do that. The UAE wanted to buy some F-35s, and we agreed to sell them the F-35s to kind of grease that particular deal. But now we've seen in the last few days the Palestinians have come back that, no, we can't be forgotten. We are still part of the problem and can cause this whole apple card to upset uh, once again. And those four countries, and I have a lot of close ties with the Emiratis who I've met with for some projects I'm involved with, are really feeling very exposed by the fact that they entered into the Abraham Accords, which is what that is called, with the idea that this would provide us more leverage with Israel in forestalling some of the Israeli efforts against Palestinians, such as seizing more territory on the West Bank. And What they've gotten in return so far is now a, a widening war in the Middle East. So whether this now will freeze out further expansion of Arab countries to recognize Israel, I think will be the case for, for the time to come. And uh, the, the Biden administration is confronted with trying to pull out of the Middle East, largely reduce our profile there, expand our profile in Asia, and deal with major problems here at home. And that probably, I think, to a large degree, uh, explained, as you rightfully suggest, and one of a, a tepid public response by the administration to the current crisis.
2: Jeff, let me ask you this. What should be our end game here?
1: Well, I think our end game should be, first and foremost, to get the fighting to stop. That's the thing you've got to do to start with. And then the second thing is, What do you do to make sure it doesn't happen again? And as long as you've got 2 million people living in an area that was described by the U.N. at one time as a toxic slum with 50 percent unemployment, no fresh water, only intermittent electricity, blockaded by Israel on several sides and by Egypt on another, with very little humanitarian assistance being provided through those areas, you've got a festering place that is just a, a petri dish for more terrorism and more violence. So if you could figure out a way to probably expand on the uh, economic assistance to Gaza, open up the blockade, and make that place a better place to live, then people have got things to do other than, than join Hamas, and over time then urge the Israelis to try to reach some kind of a settlement with their Palestinian population that doesn't include taking away their territory, causing them to feel alienated, and therefore creating another generation of Palestinians who believe that the only objective they have in life is to fight Israelis.
0: Well, I'll tell you what, we get caught up in the pandemic here. We think we have a tough life, but I'll tell you what, it's so complex and so deep and so historical. The
1: pandemic pandemic is also going on in the Gaza Strip, by the way, and one of the things that was destroyed was the only... Covid uh, testing facility that was in the Gaza Strip was destroyed by an airstrike.
0: Oh my gosh! Okay, so another setback in that. Well, thank you so much. Uh, I want to repeat: I thoroughly enjoyed reading "Battle Tested," your new book about the Gettysburg leadership. Uh, as the Gettysburg anniversary approaches, I already have on my uh, calendar to send you another note, and we'll, and we'll do another chat. And uh, please keep in touch. So, thank you so much, Jeff. Yes, thanks, Jeff.